Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Bez Hashem Shalom Bayesh year number 262. Bez this year and probably the next year also. We're going to talk about um, people who uh, lost their spouses uh, in the early stages or young, being very young and uh, had to go through a period of widowhood and remarriage. But the truth is, is that um, what we're going to talk about today and tomorrow in the next year uh, will also help very much um, because these are going to be concepts that are dealing with all types of difficulties a person goes through to deal with it, how to work through the difficult times that they are going through currently and how to get through it. And then when the matzav changes, also how to handle those those matzav and when they change. Um, so very often it happens in a person's life, certainly with people that all of a sudden, suddenly or through an illness, uh, loses their loved one, their husband or their wife, and they get stuck in a matzav that they didn't expect. Could be a single person is in a matzav where they expected to be married already a long time ago, and you know they're it's getting they're getting older and they're not married yet. They expected to have been married, or they experience a divorce or widowhood at a young age. Chas v'shalom, and it could be very difficult. And Amun and Hashem, of course, keeps and sustains us even in difficult times, and allowing Hashem to help you. And to do as he wants in order to guide your life. And um, to have learning experiences as to move forward, even if the experience is bitter. And to transform it into a mission and into uh, something that has great me- meaning. Um, I know sometimes when a person's going through things, uh, it falls on deaf ears because it's just too painful to absorb the message uh, that they are being told. But if they have a loved one or someone that really cares about them, uh, who tells them this in a loving way about how patient, you know, patience heals, time heals. And um, so even if it doesn't absorb in them because they feel I'm in such a terrible pain now and such loss, I don't see how I'm ever going to be whole again or I'm ever going to get out of this or I'm ever going to feel normal again. And um, people who um, are close to those who are feeling that way need to still encourage and give hope and give healing and absorb and listen to, to you know, and, and listen to the one in pain and you tell them these things and eventually and ultimately ultimately though the words right now don't uh, not get absorbed but they'll absorb those words sometimes you need healthy counseling and the truth is is very often people in our generation but i have a feeling in earlier generations too they need healthy counseling and not just for the serious issues that we talked about just now but even for normal issues one often needs help and in, as far as remarriage, from what I've um, heard from interviews of people that went through this, that one real key to success uh, when you finally go through that stage and the grief of a, of a marriage, um, of a previous marriage, whether it's through a loss of, of them to death or, or to a, a divorce. But the bottom line is, is one real key to success 
in remarriage is to guard your hearts and your emotions from comparison, from comparison, from comparing to previous spouse or to the, your previous life overall. And sometimes even without planning it and even without thinking about it, uh, it'll, you'll, those comparisons will come into your mind. And if you allow yourself to think too much about that in those in the, that aspect, uh, it robs you of the joy of your current life and um, and the marriage that Hashem prepared for you now. And um, very often, what happens is is that when in the first marriage, let's say we're talking about a, a husband and wife that both remarried because they lost their previous spouses. Um, so what happens is sometimes is not only do they compare their spouse to their previous spouse, but they compare the simple one family life, the simple, more simple life that they had then to the more blended, complicated life that they have now, which is, could be beautiful, but it's more complicated because again, you're dealing with more, uh, aspects to family um, your your previous wife or husband's family, your current ones, and so on and so forth, um, children from both sides, and so on, that creates a more complex situation. But complex doesn't mean not beautiful. You could have a beautiful life. And very often, by the way, this what we're talking about in remarriage also applies in all relationships, Agav, it's important to know that the comparison aspects of comparing relationships to others is not productive, often unhealthy, because you need to value each and every person in the particular relationship you are in with them. And you could love your first spouse in your heart, your first husband, your first wife uh, that, that left this world early and they're very dear to you and they have a special place in your heart. There's nothing wrong with having that love in your heart. There's nothing wrong with appreciating the, your, uh, the uh, him or her, the deceased spouse that you loved so much. But they are a world unto themselves. Like we say, It says another place, Every person is an entire world unto itself. So you could have in your heart a special love to your um first wife or first husband that passed away and keep and, and appreciate that person for who they were and how special they are and then a show is forever yes but but not to compare that to what Hashem is giving you now uh, 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 he's giving you an Hashemah now to be with different person with unique gifts that are different and it's not healthy to over focus on the past. Or even in, or even to overfocus on the potential future, but rather live in the present, in the here and now. Sometimes, what's a good idea is, and you could speak to either rabbanim or community leaders or friends or acquaintances, and you, if someone is go is going right now through a remarriage or in the early stage of a remarriage, of um, to consult with other couples and maybe be guided who exactly a healthy couple to consult with who were in this situation, who were in such a similar circumstance and they could help you and walk you through it so you are somewhat prepared for it. That's a tremendous chesed. So for example, if you, Baruch Hashem, on the other side of it, the Baruch Hashem, you went through a tremendous trauma by losing your husband 
and 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 him losing his wife, and you remarried, and you Baruch Hashem, it, it's working out well, and you have a beautiful marriage now, and you went through different things, some hurdles, either with the kids adjusting or with you yourselves adjusting to your new life, and Baruch Hashem, things are going well for you, and then you see, um, you know, other another couple that went through this, or someone who lost a, a spouse and they went through this. You have that, of course, you, you never wish you would have experienced such pain. But it's an opportunity that Hashem is putting before you to give chizik to that person who's suffering right now, either experiencing a loss of a spouse right now, to give them chizik that your life is not over, things will get better. Or when they're at the early stages of thinking about remarriage and all their worries about it, or while they're actually dating again and being worried about various aspects to give them guidance. And, 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 and you know, we, we also uh, were in this situation and we remarried and we have a new husband, new wife, after a loss of, uh, of a previous spouse that we love very dearly. And this is how we go about it. And that could be a tremendous chizik to others that are going through this. But the general idea, though, what's very, very important about remarriage or about marriage in particular or in general, the yisoyed of it is, is to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to depend on HaKadosh Baruch Hu for your satisfaction, depend upon HaKadosh Baruch Hu for your sipak nefesh, and not depend on your husband or your wife or your kids or your money or your physical comforts for your satisfaction, for your sipak nefesh, but rather for Hashem, from an, on Hashem Himself. And spend time feeling fulfilled by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and not turn to false substitutions, and, and not even towards people in that way, you know, in a wholehearted way, because that, and that is freeing when you rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When a husband and wife love each other dearly or want to get into a relationship now, they're, let's say, contemplating remarriage and they want to communicate and have a healthy relationship, what helps the both of them is to realize if they both have the same goals and they're both connected with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then your marriage will be stronger. This is not about just remarriage, but in any marriage. Not relying on other things or other places, whether it's social media, whether it's unrealistic expectations of other human beings, even unrealistic expectations of human beings that are very close to you, to let go of it and rather be Saimach and HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself and ask him for help every step of the way, that take that is very freeing and releases a lot of the tension and a lot of the agonizing feelings that you have by feeling dependent upon you know, the reactions of other people to, to base your needs. What's another important yesaid, both for remarriage and for initial marriage, or even people that are married right now, is that when you're in a relationship, or you're going into a relationship of a marriage, even though we do say, and the Chazal do say, and it's Emes Gomer, that a person, a, a man that's not married, is like a half a person, it's brought down. It says that two neshamas, it's like a plagufa, is one way that you, that you that they say it, which means that a person is not nishlam, does not have a shlemus, not the man or the woman, not the husband, not the wife, unless they're married, then they're whole, then they're one, and until then they're lacking in a certain neshama connection. 
That is true. Ms. Lamitai, the Chazal say it, it's Ms. Gomer. But at the same time, what is equally Ms. Gomer, and this is a very important fact, that if, that that when you when this half the feeling that you're half, until you're married and then you're whole, that doesn't apply to your ritzainis, to your um, you know your desires and your and your needs and your physical needs or your emotional needs even, or even your spiritual needs, which means like this, that in certain perspective, in a dibbuk of neshama, you were half a neshama, and now you become a whole neshama, when you're one with your husband, when you're one with your life, wife. But what you need to do, though, in your gashmiyastika, or your needs aspect of it, you, you, if, you're, if you consider yourself half full, and the other one half full, and you're trying to fill one another, that's not a healthy thing. Adaraba. In that aspect, you're supposed to feel like you're two full cups overflowing. As David Amelech says, Kaisi Revaya. Kaisi Revaya means my cup, my kais is overflowing. Because when you're Kaisi Revaya, when, you're, when your cup is overflowing, when your hu- the husband is overflowing with love and affection and giving, and the wife the same way, and you feel that you're with Hashem, with everything in your life, then the marriage gets very, very enhanced. And um, you need to encourage people. You need to encourage people and help people. What happens a lot of times, when someone was thrown into a difficult matzah, we mentioned here a story, a case where all of a sudden, or through an illness, uh, someone suddenly finds himself to be a widow or a widower, and they have young kids in their house. Now, what am I going to do? I'm in a bad place. Why is this my story? Why is this the story of my life? Why is this my situation? Why is this my reality? And there's no way to escape that reality. What is, you know, what is the healing process? For, what is the healing process for this reality? And um, the way to do this is to shift from the why of things why this is happening to me, to change that and to get it to a what. What does Hashem want from me? How does Hashem want me to live my life by? And every situation is different. Everyone has difficult matzavim in their life. There's no way around it. At various points in every person's life, some were harder than others, that's true. But the key is, is not to waste it by asking always the why, but rather the what, to fulfill the meaning and deep mission of your life. And it takes working through it, and with tefillah. You know, because very often what happens is, is we think that Hashem's plan should simply be the better better version of our own plan, of what we have in our heads, what we believe our matzah should be better that's what the matzah should be. So we think that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan for us. Hashem's plan for us is simply, we have in, in our hasaga what our better life should be. That's what Hashem wants. And very often that's not the case. Hashem has an ultimate, deeper, better plan for you than you can even realize. Even though it comes with some pain or from some difficulty. Now you need to be done anyone who is in pain and asks the questions, why me or why? You need to treat them with empathy and with compassion. And, 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 and people go through that process while they're grieving, and it's a normal process. 
Like, what's going on? Lama, you know, why is this Hashem, the Suatim said that at one point. Why is Hashem doing this to us, right? So it's a normal process. And you have to be done with and be empathetic and compassionate for people that feel overwhelmed that way. But at the same time, we need to switch from that matzif of a why to the what. And we're going to continue, Bess Hashem, discussing this in the next year.